not technologically. And we're live. Barstool Fantasy Power Hour Week Six. Six. Yeah, it's week week six. Week six. We have a different name. A different name. This is our sixth different name. I thought, I thought we said with Barstool Fantasy Hour. I thought that was good. Now, now it's Power Hour, though. Well, I mean, why? Well, why we got Glennie. We got Glennie. Yeah, exactly. Why, why go for the hour when you got the absolute power with the doctor himself, Mr. The Great Glenny Balls? Thank you very much for joining us. Anytime. Happy to be here. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure you yeah. are. Just a half hour ago, uh, I'm sure you'll see it by now, but Glenny Balls was dressed in a full gorilla costume, but made to uh, walk as a dog on a leash uh, across uh, Larry and his fish tank. So now we look to him for his fantasy football prowess and hopefully win you some money. So thank you very much, Glenn, for joining us. No problem. Definite upgrade. Upgrade in life, too, for all of us. Okay. Uh, all right. Do what we always do. Go back to last week. Actually, first of all, Glenn, what's your fantasy football team name? Uh, the Squirrels. The Squirrels? Any, yeah. Any story or significance behind that? Uh, like two years ago, me and my friends were making our summer softball league, and we were just driving down the street thinking of names, and I saw a squirrel. So, like, I, like I've always wanted my softball team name to be the Squirrels, so I've been – all my fantasy teams have been the Squirrels since then. <laughs> that's, that's the best name I've ever heard. My, uh, my team name, I found this picture on Google. It's like a, it's like a cartoon squirrel doing the Heisman, and, uh, and uh, Chestnut is the football. So, so you're basically – you judge your team name like the dog from Up. You just saw a squirrel, and yeah. that was it. You called it a day. Whatever was on your mind at the moment. Yeah, ever since then, I've been the squirrels. And, and how have you been? How have the squirrels been? they dominating? Uh, 2014, I won the league. 2015, my team, like the whole team died. And then I made a fantastic comeback, made the playoffs, and lost in the playoffs. And this year, bad news. Bad, bad news, but still a long season. Uh, I'm one and four. My, I had, my team scored like 75 points last week. Bad shape. Oh, we'll see if you know what you're doing. Make a, make a big comeback for Glenny Boss. Wait, what's, what's your team? What's your league name? The league? I don't even know what the league name is, honestly. Fourth and Long, I think it is. Fourth and Long, just some generic and bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Fourth and Long with the squirrels. Yeah. Let's do it. Over Start off like we always do. How'd you do last week, Bales? <clears throat> I know the lineup you gave me was pure dog shit, but I don't know if you used to say What are you talking about? It wasn't dog shit. It wasn't, it wasn't as good as you always get me. I'm pretty sure you were up like a little bit, and that's dog shit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure every lineup that I did that wasn't yours was absolute dog shit. But yours was like the high class of the dog shit. Actually, no, <laughs> what, what are you saying? Mine's dog shit. It wasn't dog shit. I'm pre- and the, the two weeks before that, I gave you the absolute nuts. You probably had like the highest scoring lineup on in all your cash games, I think. <laughs> you can't win them all except that week where we did win them all. Uh, what players were we talking about last week? I know we talked about Fitzpatrick a little bit. Not that hot. Not nah, as bad. Um, Antonio Brown, obviously. Sammy Coates came over the top. How'd you do financially in all your uh, endeavors? Um, not great. Last week wasn't that good. So, moving on. Moving on. Not, we're not going to dwell on last week. Okay, great. Glad you had to do. Uh, DraftKings, I've tried every week this season so far, and I have won zero dollars. <laughs> what do you, what do you, what do you play on DK? I usually, I usually just like to throw on the. Uh, I just do like twenty dollars a week to do that big twenty dollar millionaire thing. Uh, I hope, yeah, I, I, hope I win a million bucks. 
Yeah. And you know what, Glenn, if you ever win a million dollars, especially this season here at Barstool, I want you to come in like the cock of a fucking walk and just slap everyone around in the office. I want you to make Prez walk like a dog on all fours and drag him by the leash with his fucking huge nose all the way across the office. Is that a promise? Is that ever happened? Yeah, if I win a million dollars playing Daily Fantasy, that's a promise. Done. You heard it right here. Okay, this week, week six. Am I correct? Right. Okay. Uh, looking to bounce back a little bit. Bales, best player overall. Who do you see scoring the most in Daily Fantasy this week? Le'Veon. Le'Veon for sure. Um, not, not Antonio Brown, just another random stealer. That's just going to absolutely sling this week. <laughs> yeah, it's always a stealer. Yeah. I think it's automatic. I, I, I actually have Le'Veon like way ahead of everyone else. I think it's Le'Veon. Um, at the Dolphins. Big Ben struggles on the road, man. Look at his splits. Antonio's pretty good um, on the road, but when, when they're on the road, it's like Antonio and then nothing else for Ben. And it's like substantial, much worse than everyone Everyone talks about how Breeze is, is, is uh, really good at home and, and bad on the road. Roethlisberger's like twice as bad. Um, and it's like a, a decent sample where he's he actually probably – is much better at home for whatever reason. So um, I think they're going to run the ball more. Dolphins just have an awful defense. But they're also like eight-point favorites, I think, currently, um, which is not good for for a quarterback generally. Um, You generally want your quarterback to be in a high-scoring game, but one where the opponent can keep up, and there's a decent chance they just blow them out, and it's going to be a lot of levy on and Le'Veon Bell is not suspended for the dank or shattered his shit. So usually when they, either of the two are okay, he usually does well, like last week. Glennie, who's, uh, who's your squad? Giants or Jets? Giants. Giants? Is there anybody that you see uh, in the league this year that's just, or this week that's going to pop off? Anyone. Giants or not? Definitely not Giants. Hopefully Odell against Baltimore, but uh, I don't know. In the, in the league, I mean – it's hard to go against Le'Veon, like John said, but I think Lamar Miller could have a good week uh, against Indianapolis because yeah. their defense sucks. Zero touchdowns so far. You don't, think, touchdown. you don't think Victor Cruz is going to shake a salsa dick every once in a while? No, I don't like any of the Giants receivers fantasy-wise because it's just like so spread out. It's like, like oh, I think Shepard had a week, good week or two. Cruz just has like four catches for like 50 yards every week. No one, like, goes crazy. Odell hasn't even yet. Odell, Odell's going to go nuts at some point. He's so good. Yeah. He's going he's, yeah, he's to go, he's gonna go batshit on everything. This yes. week he's going to get – he's going to get – yeah. This week he's going to get Jimmy Smith against the Ravens. So, I don't know if this is the week. But at some point he's going to – he's just too good. All right, quarterbacks for uh, this week. Last week – you, you said Cam Newton was going to be the best quarterback overall. How'd, uh, how'd that turn out? I said he was going to be injured, and, and you yelled at me. You fucking yelled at me. I'm not sure that I. I'm not sure that it was a yell. It was a disciplinary talk down to. Like the father scoring his child. I made a mistake. I thought he was going to play. Anyway, um, this week Cam. I like Cam. He he will play this week and just play like any decent quarterback against this week. So. Cam and Cash, and both quarterbacks in that game, I think you can play Breeze, too. I'm not as high on Breeze, but regardless of opponent, Breeze at home is consideration, I think. So, Breeze and Cam, that game could just 
I think, get out of hand. Bloody balls, you got anybody? Uh, I mean, it's kind of typical, but I guess I'd take Brady. I really don't think Cincinnati's defense is that good. It's his first game back home. And I was also, like John said, obviously you can't go wrong with Breeze at home or Cam against the Saints because the Saints is just like a good boy. Yeah, I, I think you bring up a very good point there. I hate washing Tom Brady's balls because of the atmosphere that we're in in this office, but first game at home, I mean, the guy's going to want to put up 1,000 yards and six touchdowns. And Cincinnati last week kind of – Kind of shit the bed against uh, who they play? Dallas at home. Yeah, Twenty ran all over, and uh, you know. Yeah, I, th- I think. Yeah, I think. I think that's that's uh, a good point um, in terms of like they are normally if a team is a really big favorite, I don't like that quarterback necessarily. Um, it can be bad, uh, like Roethlisberger but they're going to run up the score. Like, there's no worry that they get up 14 and start running the ball or something, right? They're not like the Ravens or, or, or Jeff Fisher and the Rams where a 14-point lead to them is, like, insurmountable. They're just going to keep throwing the whole game pretty much. So, um, for that reason, Brady becomes safe in cash, like, all the time because they just keep throwing. On the running backs, obviously it's said Le'Veon Bell. Play balls, I love your Lamar Miller pick. I'm going to play him in every line solely because that was your guy. Who else that we see is going to absolutely come on, come on and uh, stamp their dicks up and down the field? Is this for this one for me? I, I, I like I like that call too. I like Lamar Miller in tournaments. I think that. Uh, okay, for, for, first of all, Bales, you're the only reason this podcast exists. They're not people aren't coming here for fucking me. They're not coming here for Glennie goddamn balls. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they're they are coming here for Glennie. I hope so. I hope so. But Dude, I'm a big I'm a big Glennie fan, man. I'm a Stooley and uh, huge 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 Glennie balls fan, man. First of all, it's it's difficult not to be a Glennie balls man. If you're not a Glennie balls man, you're not a man at all. But do you know who in the NFL is? All four Glennie balls. Do you know this one? Wait, wait, sorry, what was the question? Do you know who your number one fan in the NFL is? I don't. Uh, number one overall oh, pick, Jared okay. Goff. Yes, Jared Goff, yes. Stop, he followed me on Twitter. <laughs> he follows you on Twitter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, who was saying? Caleb was saying that, um, yeah, he showed the snap of like uh, him saying Glenny Balls is the fucking man. It's like, okay, that makes sense. And then Jared Goff has the audacity to say that Carson Wentz was like the only guy at the combine who didn't fit in or wasn't like cool at all. I was like, okay, maybe that's why he's fucking doing good because he is that loser watching film at 5 a.m. in the morning. He's not staying up all night watching Glenny fucking Balls on Carson. <laughs> I want that in my quarterback. I want exactly. my quarterback. No, not Wentz. I want my quarterback to know who Glennie Balls is, man. I, I'm sure that if Carson Wentz knew how to load up a computer and instead of waking up and shooting guns and going in and had it set up for him, he would know who Glennie Balls is. Glennie, what's your, what's your day-to-day like in the office there? Um, usually I'll hang out and then hopefully I'll do a video or something, occasional podcast, occasional video. We're doing some other thing, too, after this. But uh, it's mostly just, like, content stuff. And then, obviously, I do a lot of errands, like, costumes. You are doing, you are doing intern type stuff. Yeah, I do, yeah, I do, do errands a lot, too. What about, what about Maria? She also does basically the same thing, errands and video. Do you get to tell her what to do or vice versa? Or you, you guys, like, aren't actually interacting? 
no, we interact all the time. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, she's come with me a lot, so it's like if I like if I go on an errand, like today we had to go to a costume store, rent tuxes, and like a lot of shit. Basically, interns, unless like you contribute nothing, like you're not really treated like a like. Yeah, you've been treated pretty well here. Everyone's yeah. treated you like respect and stuff, which is fine. You deserve it with everyone else. Unless you're Prez fucking out at Frankie to like, do something on the spot, you're not going to get talked down to. But I was mad. The one thing I asked you to do, Glenny Balls, one thing for me personally. Did you want to explain how I asked you and what happened? You, you asked me to go get razors. Correct. I went to get the razors at oh, 7-Eleven, okay. and I got Gillette razors, which is, which is the – the epicenter of the razor game and you were hated on and I got yelled at for it. So oh, but I, 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 first of all, I didn't yell at you. I was, well, yeah, yeah, I did yell at you. you did, I got yelled at. It was, more of a, it was more of a nice yell, but it was a kind of yell. I had a thick mane going on that. You did. You did, yeah. On, on the spot for the clown video last week because it didn't look good with the makeup on. And, you know, simple thing. Hey, Glenny Balls, can you give me some weight razors from Dwayne Reed? Dwayne Reed. Who goes to fucking 7-Eleven? To get anything noble, let alone razors. That was a plain disrespect in my face. He comes back with single bladed razors, just straight up cheese grate in my fucking face. Wasn't it close? I don't know. I don't I, what's, What was he supposed to come back with? Like, so he's not paying for it. Come back. He's, he's, not, he's not your intern. He's everyone's He's an intern. He, okay, Caleb's not here. Caleb didn't even That's need to anyway. Hey, I asked you to do me a favor because we're all getting dressed up to possibly kill those clowns. The least I can do is go out with a smooth-shaped face. Yeah, what's the deal? So was that like a video thing or are you Caleb's intern or you're just an intern? Uh, no, I mean, I, my, my title is Caleb's intern, but I do stuff for everybody. Gotcha. He's a man of the people. But like, but like, uh, yeah, I guess if, I, like, if people say what I am, I, I theoretically am Caleb's intern. All right, back to the matter at hand. We went through the big shot running backs. How about a little value plays? Usually Jordan Howard was that the past couple weeks. He's obviously gone up in price because he's an automatic 20 points a game. Uh, Bales, who else do you see that is cheap and good? Yeah, Jordan Howard you mentioned I think is, is – uh, I'm playing him like all, all over. I think that um, – yeah, he's just like an auto start at this point, given that price. Um, every week now, we've had like these cheap backs who you play who are not – some have been auto start, some not, but there's been a lot of them. And this week, there's not. I think this is the week of the of the top running back. Maybe um, if Lacey's out, which we need to uh, learn more about. I think he didn't practice today. Um, but uh, if Lacey's out, then James Starks. I think might be 3,400, and um, then that is probably close to an auto start if that happens. Um, but otherwise, I'm not really on um, too many low price running backs. I think this is a week to, to pay up. There's some who are like, you know, Carlos Hyde and mid range guys, but super cheap. Um, no one really, has. I'll say Yeldon, I guess. Yeldon would be the, the cheaper guy at 4,400 on DK. Dr. Balls, what's your views on Rashad Jennings? When's he coming back, and is he going to be able to contribute? Or anybody the Giants running back? Uh, yeah, I don't think any Giant running back is going to contribute. There's like literally like six – I think there's five of them, and none of them will ever – I will never play yeah. any of them in fantasy. Is Andre Williams still on the team? No, he's – he got picked up by some – I think he got cut already. 
I don't even know who he got picked up. He's not, but we have Jennings, Orleans Darqua, Ver, well, Vereen's dead, but yeah. Vereen, Bobby Rainey, and Paul Perkins. They've really, well, four running backs now, so it just, it's a big clusterfuck. But. That, that, that bothered my mind with Andre Williams. So they brought him in. He was the highest rusher in NCAA the year before at Boston College, but did not catch a single pass in college, which is outrageous. And then he comes in and he's all of a sudden getting chucked at by Eli, dropping everything left and right. He's great. Loved it. He was bad. I was not a fan of him. But he, he was, like, really bad. Like, if we ever wanted to do a draw and get, like, one yard, that was our guy. Yeah, you put him in. The Ron Dane of the uh, 2016 shitty team. Uh, on the wide receivers, uh, Bales. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's Antonio Brown and the rest, like every week. But Antonio Brown's $10,000 on DraftKings compared to Julio Jones, who is still probably the best wide receiver in the game overall uh, at 8900 um, Do you play – do you have to play one of them? Like, what's the deal here? Hmm. No, you don't have to play one of them. Um, I still like Antonio. Even at 10K, he's just so good. He's so consistent. The, uh, at, what, at what point does it just get so egregiously high that you just have to be like, fuck it, I can't, I can't pay that? 50, 50K. 50K? <laughs> um, it, it's, I don't know. He's, he's near it. Like, he's not technically a good value. He's not, he's not awful even at 10K. He's not, he's not, he can't be like the top value at 10K. But um, it's just like so automatic like if you're in a 50 50 and you have antonio in there he's just not gonna have less than like five catches for 70 yards and then like a probable touchdown or something um it's just so automatic so i don't i don't hate him in any league type like if you play him in cash i think you're probably overpaying a little bit um but i don't hate it and then in tournaments i think because now we've gotten to that 10k mark um highest ever for a receiver We've never had that. Um, and it's like everyone's talking about that now. Like, oh, my God, he's 10K. How am I going to do that? Well, he was like 9800 before, right? It's $200. Who gives a shit? If you were going to play him at 98, like the, the, the jump to 10K shouldn't really scare you that much in a good, really good matchup, right? So then if his ownership is going to go down to like, say, 15 or 12%, which I think it will, then I think he's actually very interesting in tournaments. The only thing I don't like is what I talked about before with Roethlisberger, who I'm kind of off. But even when Roethlisberger is bad, like I said, Antonio is still good. He just throws only to Antonio. I had spoken like a true degenerate gambler. Eh, it's only $200. Why not? Eh, it's only 2000 Hey, let it go. It's fine. I'm talking, about the, I'm talking about the salary cap. No, no, I, I understand that, but it's the same line of thinking that just makes you go right down the rabbit hole and end up living at your parents again. Glennie, how, how big of a, a gambler are you? I, I've seen, like, the picks and stuff, and uh, are, are you a big gambler? Uh, I mean, I don't really bet that much money because I am an unpaid college student, but I basically have action on, like, anything that's on TV, I probably have action on. <laughs> don't bet that much money, but anything on TV. I <laughs> anything that's on TV. So, so what, what, what's your action if it's not monetary? Or is it monetary? No, it's, mo it's just not a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. It would be like, uh, do you just bet on like Nevada or something? Uh, like last night, I had the over in the Cubs game and parlayed with the over in the Minnesota Lynx LA Sparks. I'll be here in the A final. <laughs> 
<laughs> They're in the finals? Yeah, game two. They, the games don't go over anymore. It sucks. But uh, tonight, I think Appalachian State is playing someone, so I'll probably take the over in that. Have you ever done an under? One time. I took, <laughs> I took one under last season. It was, uh, it was like, well, I don't know, week 16, 17, 15, something like that. It was Charlie Whitehurst against – no, it was Zach Mettenberger against Josh Freeman. And I was like, this game has to go under. Colts, tie, Colts tie-ins. They scored like 40 points in the first half, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> that's I'm done with – never again. It's going to be balls. It's man of consumption right there. One time, one time, yeah. I get an under. <laughs> All right, Bales, uh, you said Antonio Brown, any other big wide receivers that you think are going to explode? Um, I like T.Y. Uh, I like T.Y. Hilton there. I think um, um, probably – Antonio Robinson, and then Amari. Um, you mean Allen Robinson? Who did I say? You said Antonio Robinson. Yeah, yeah, A-Rob. Uh, yeah, Allen Robinson, um, Amari Cooper, and then the other Jacksonville receiver in tournaments, Hearns, I kind of like um, because Bortles is like sort of similar to um, to like uh, certain quarterbacks only throw to – uh, the receivers, so like the Jets offense, for example, is it, it's only those outside two receivers, basically. Decker's on IR now, but it was Decker and Marshall now, and Nunwa and Marshall. Everything goes through them. Like they don't throw to anybody else. A little bit to the running back. Um, and it's the same thing there in Jacksonville, uh, where I think that if that team goes off, then you're probably pretty set with like a Bortles, um, Allen Robinson, and, and Hearns double stack I like that a lot just because if, if they score like 30 plus points those three are pretty much going to go off no matter what whereas if you stack like the Saints for example you know they could score 40 points and Brandon Cooks doesn't even have a good game or something like that Glenny yeah. Balls you got any wide receivers you think you're going to absolutely mash that's going to tear it up I don't know I mean once again the Saints I guess Kelvin Benjamin I would take if it's about I mean I think Cole Beasley for his value will be pretty good if Dez is out again. Yeah, I mean, honestly, he had a touchdown last week. That's more easy accomplished than in his entire life, in my opinion. He hasn't really shit other than that, but I mean, might as well. Dez, Dez practiced today, but I still think he's actually not going to play. Um, went through, like, individual drills, and then they report that as practicing. They've been, they, they do this all the time. Like Jerry Jones is like, oh, he's gonna play and they whatever. But he's like pretty hurt, I think. So I, I still think Des is gonna be out this week. Eh, he's a pussy. Yeah, that's the meme. He's a giant. He's a giant. He's a walking vagina. It's exactly that beats his mother. So he shouldn't be out there. Value play wide receivers. Uh, anybody around the thirty five hundred, four thousand guys in tournaments that you see bells that uh, really gonna light it up. Um, actually, I've been on this guy. He's not my typical type of receiver, but, um... Justin Hunter? Justin Hunter scored last week. Give a round of applause for you, baby. We are back. Nah, I know. We'll get back from completely forgot about that, but we'll get to that. All right. Who's your guy? Um, I was going to bring him up, but, uh, Tavon. Tavon, man, he keeps getting targets. He returns. You can stack him with the Rams. Um, I don't know if that's great this week, but you can stack him with the Rams defense, and if he returns a touchdown, 
you get that the double points there. You get six for him, six for the defense, ten he targets. Money, and he hasn't returned one yet this year. He's due. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. And ten targets last week. Um, yeah, I like that. Jeremy Macklin is super underpriced. I think Jeremy Macklin is. Uh, he's not super cheap. He's sixty three hundred, but uh, he's just like he's so underpriced. Yeah, but Jeremy Macklin's not the type of guy that's going to go off for you know eight catches, two hundred yards, and two touchdowns. His you want a low pr- a low priced guy for a tournament? Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily. I mean, Tavon, I will because of that. Um return thing generally the like there's the that top tier of those really elite guys that you can play all the time and their ceiling is so much higher antonio julio potentially Allen robinson aj green that top echelon and then there's a whole bunch of mediocre guys not mediocre but second tier i guess um and then there's guys who just can't possibly go off like robert woods and, and Tavon to an extent i guess um uh, but a very cheap guy off the radar. I'm not playing him that much, but Kenny Britt. Kenny Britt is actually a really good receiver. Um, they're playing at Detroit. The game potentially, they're, they're probably going to be down. Um, he's been getting some targets. He's very cheap. So I'll go Kenny Britt. Yeah, I mean, assuming he doesn't get his eighth DUI between now and Sunday, he could be a good play. I'll give you another one, actually, uh, that, that, that I like more. Uh, Brandon LaFell. Um, 11 targets last week at New England, who, like we talked about last week, is going to probably do everything they can to take – they always take out the top option. Clearly on this offense, they're, they're going to um, double AJ. Uh, so Brandon LaFell at New England, um, they're going to be down. I, I like that one a lot. And see, now that's knowledge. That's something people can use. I'm Thanks. Like, yeah. I'm like, let's hear fucking advice. Tight ends. Plenty balls. Who do you got at tight end this week? Tight end. There's like no tight ends. It's like three good tight ends. Uh, I would take Kelsey. I know the Raiders are pretty bad against tight ends. So Travis Kelsey is who I'll be picking tight ends. I don't. There's yeah. really like four good tight ends, so I have no idea. The guys yeah. around dating shows and somewhat getting targets now, and he's due for a big game. Bales, what do you think about that? I like it. I like that. The, the Raiders, uh, they've been better against the tight end um, this year than, than last. But, um, yeah, I still think that uh, he's, he's a really good athlete. And there's only so many of those guys at tight end that, you know, you're like a Jordan Reed, Gronk, um, potentially Fleener, Greg Olson type. Um, and Kelsey is one of those guys. So if, if that can get into a shootout, which um, I think it can, which is why I like Mac. I like the Chiefs a little bit in that. Like both both offenses actually, um, yeah. So I, I think that Kelsey actually is a um, a decent play for. Can probably play him in cash. You might play Fleener in cash because he's fifteen hundred dollars cheaper. Just really good value. Um, Jordan Reed sixty one hundred. Well, it came out today that Jordan Reed is being evaluated for a sixth concussion. All right, I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the thing I did last week with Cam, which is that. <laughs> <laughs> guaranteed to play automatic he's playing i would guess he's gonna play um if not don't start him uh speaking of which mike we were heavy on zach Ertz last week in which i said to tread lightly because it could be one of those things where he gets three to 15 targets you just don't know and you made a very important jest mocking me that okay I'll write it down. Three to 15 targets. That's what he's going to fucking get. How many targets did he get? How many targets did he get? I think it was three. 
He got fucking three targets. Three targets. That's all he got. Guy, um, guy's not a bum. The system's a bum. He doesn't – but he's playing Washington this week. That's the team that he uh, got, like, 16 catches against last year, which was his only decent fantasy game of his career. But other than that, the guy, he just – he's not a fantasy player. He's just not. I'm, I'm going to disagree. Um, number one – your 3-15 to 15 range sucked. It was all the way at the edge of the range. You almost missed it. That's not a good prediction. Second of all, this is, this is like – this is the, uh, a prototypical tournament spot, right? Like you're off of him. You're an Eagles fan. You're off of him, even though you know he's talented. Um, everyone played him last week, like 35% in certain tournaments. They're off him because he, he sucked. Um, if you think that he's healthy, which I do, um, this is a great spot. Everyone's off him. He's a great price, right? I don't know that I trust him because I don't know if the target's going to be there in, in head-to-head. But in tournaments, everyone's off him. I think he's going to be like less than 5% owned. And he's playing a defense that is really good against the pass on the outside, um, but not over the middle. And that's where he's going to be. And they're, they're, they're probably going to uh, do a, a, a decent job, I think, against those out, outside receivers. Um, and Ertz could potentially go off. So I, I think this is like the time to play him because everyone's really scared. Any other tight ends that you like? Um, Gronk. I think – yeah, it seems obvious, but I don't think he's going to be that highly owned because people are on Martellus now. <laughs> and uh, it, Gronk still went over 100 last week. So it's not like like Martellus is going to keep stealing those touchdowns. Um, playing the Bengals, who are, um, uh, I guess, not awful against the pass, but um, but uh, I, I think that it's certainly a matchup that that he can take advantage of. Good price without um, without being very highly owned. Generally, like say he's coming into this exact scenario, um, but he just went off last week. He's going to be like twenty five percent owned or something. And, what- what about uh, your stacks this week? Last week we said, like, Fitzpatrick to uh, Quin- Quin- Quinia or whatever might have been a decent one. Who? Element. Quinia? Quinia? Quinua? <laughs> some, some African name from deep in the continent that I couldn't pronounce for the fuck It doesn't even start with a Q. Anunwa. His first name starts with a Q, though. Yeah, Quincy. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, we talked about Brady, how he, like, uh, Lenny pointed out, just keep throwing. So I do like Brady to Gronk. And I think you can also go another receiver who was a little bit down last week, um, Edelman. So Brady, Edelman, Gronk together, I think is pretty interesting because it's, it's going to be rare that you can get those three at pretty low ownership. Like, they're not going to be, they're not going to be like 2%, but they're not going to be as high as they should be. So that, that one's definitely um, very interesting to me. Um, Alex Smith, actually. Alex Smith with, um, with Macklin and potentially Kelsey as well. So High on the Chiefs. Bold move considering Andy Reid hasn't done dick in 10 years when it comes to fantasy. Benny Balls, do you have any gambling rituals or fantasy rituals that you like to go through before the weekend begins? Uh, no, I don't really do any rituals. No, you're not a superstitious guy? No, I mean, I do the same, like, routine every week, but I don't have, like, a ritual. Well, if they say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting and getting the same result, don't you think you should switch something up so things would, you know, come in your favor? Fantasy, I mean, fantasy-wise, no. I just, 
I, I do I do get too attached to players, and then I'll just keep playing. Like Tajay Sharp, I like was like, oh shit, he's gonna be sick. Like week one, and then he had like 15 points, and I think I played him every week just because I like him, and he's got like three points a week. So you're you're committed, man. For all you ladies out there, for all you negative six ladies actually listening to this podcast, how many any balls is a fucking commitment man? You gotta love them. How many ladies do you think listen to this? Regularly, do you think there's one? I, I know I know there's one. I know she's listening oh. right now. <laughs> Which one is that? We're not gonna get into that. <laughs> I know there's one. And honestly, that is probably the only one. <laughs> Easily the only one. This is, this is definitely a dickhead podcast. I bet you. I bet even. I bet you we have 50, 50 girls listen to this. Fifty girls. Fifty girls out of the ten thousand that listen to this. There's fifty. Five percent. I'm hitting the way. I'm hitting the under. Way under. No, I don't. I don't know, dude. How, how, yeah. Even like all I talk about is is fantasy stuff on Twitter. I still have like six percent female followers. <laughs> That's okay. Okay, well, I guess that would be 60 people. Then. Right. You're still shooting under you. I don't know. Glenny Balls has got the fucking appeal. Oh, yeah, now we're going to be at like 99. Glenny <laughs> <laughs> Balls shooting up this podcast from 10,000 listeners at 50 this week, probably. I love it. Uh, defenses. Uh, we've been pretty off all year with uh, who we've been picking, and I think that's because the Vikings have been – Absolutely slinging it every week in and week out. We've never mentioned that one. Uh, Glennie Balls, who do you like this week coming out on the defensive part of the field? Uh, they're my defensive fantasy, and they've been awesome, and they're playing the Niners at home, so I'm going with the Bills. Mm. All right. I'm, I'm going to have something to say about that after Bales makes his. I'm interested in what you have to say. I, I, uh, I kind of I, I like that and kind of don't. I think the, the Pats – are um, definitely interesting because, uh, I mean, they're the nine-point favorite. And um, basically, like, the best predictor of fantasy points is being uh, up in the game so that the other team is forced to pass. And those are the situations you want to get into. And then facing quarterbacks who are going to turn the ball over. Um, a defense that's played really well and gotten after the passer that I didn't think was going to be good, and they have, like, the nut matchup is the Titans – Titans at home against the Browns. So, um, that defense, I, I still don't know if they're good, but that's probably a, a, a decent situation. And then in tournaments, the one that I kind of like is actually the Wattless Texans um, at home against the uh, Colts. I, I, I love playing defenses against Andrew Luck. Um, he just goes down. He just holds on the ball forever. Yeah, he, he'll, he, he holds onto the ball. Um, they're down a lot more than people think. He throws interceptions, and uh, he'll score a bunch of points, but it really doesn't matter. Like, he just wants sacks and takeaways, and you'll get that against them. Yeah. With the Titans, they've been a good defense, surprisingly good defense all year, but just not a great fantasy defense. But I will tell you something about the Buffalo-San Francisco 49ers game. This is a prototypical bullshit Chip Kelly game in which he's starting Colin Kaepernick and they'll make, you know, make, make him look like an absolute genius. I wouldn't be shocked if Kaepernick comes out and puts up four touchdowns, plus five rushing, just out of the blue, and gets America all riled up again, and then shits the bet for the rest of the season. I, I have a bet for you. Let's dance. I'll give you um, 
Uh, Kaepernick, um, I want under two and a half touchdowns. Done. Uh, rushing and receiving? Uh, passing, I would think. But yeah, no, rushing and receiving, okay. under two and a half. <laughs> wow. Cap, yeah, Kaepernick, under two and a half total touchdowns. Done. Gunny Balls, one in with me on the over? I know you love the over. Uh, no, I don't like Kaepernick, so I'm staying <laughs> off. I will take that bet any day of the week. Or you going to put the down? Can we, can we put actual money on this? I will put any amount you want on Kaepernick. Yeah, under, 100 bucks. 100 bucks. Yeah, what are you going to do? All right, I don't want to take your money. Let's, let's bet on... Um, you mean you're not going to take my money? I'm telling you this is a fucking play that's, right here. That's not a good bet for you. Let's do, um, let's do like, uh, let's do some... I'm coming up to New York soon. We'll do like a dinner. Yeah, okay, we'll do a dinner. Give <laughs> me a fucking hundred bucks. We'll call it a life. <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever. All right, uh, and that wraps it up for this week. Lenny Balls, what do you think? You think you got some good advice? I know you gave some good advice. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think we got good advice. Uh, I'm going to do a lineup that Jonathan gives me this week. Absolutely. Whatever, his, uh, whatever his stuff is, I'll try that because uh, it's not uh, but his stuff is what he says on the podcast. I know. So I got to give a re-listen. I don't know the best memory. There was one that, like, when he said it, I was like, oh, shit, it's a great fit. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> re-listen. Re-listen. And Lamar Miller. Like, Lamar like Miller. Yeah, that's sharp. That's actually pretty sharp. Yeah. Since you said that, he's either going to score eight touchdowns or he's going to literally die on the field. Like, well, he's that's my fantasy running back, so I hope he doesn't die. Well, it's the Glenny Balls play of the week, so you never know what's going to happen. I stick um, with my guys. Glenny, how is um, – is it art history? Medieval art. Medieval <laughs> art. What, what, what exactly are you going to do with that knowledge after you graduate? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> well, it's, right. it's, a, it's a requirement, right? Yeah, it was just like an elective, and I thought it would be easy. It's actually kind of hard. Oh, yes, hard. Yes, in, in, what, in what world do you think someone teaching medieval art – whose passion and, and life drive is devoted to medieval art and history is going to make anything simple. I don't know. Like yeah. Did you expect – I know what you expect. You expect her to throw out a fucking coloring book right yeah. in your face. And, you know, just, hey, do some Da Vinci or something. Yeah. And like, Da Vinci was Renaissance. But yesterday I had to go to, like, the cloisters. I had to go to, like, a medieval art museum, like a legit one all the way uptown. In like the fucking forest of Manhattan, I have to write like an eight-page paper by the end of the semester. Forest of Manhattan, you mean Central Park? No, like like <laughs> all, like really the the north tip of Manhattan is like it's like all forest. All the way up at 80th Street. <laughs> no, it's like really like up, like way past like all of them, which is like 125th. It's like the tippy top of Manhattan. 125th is not, but yeah, no, I know what you mean. No, I, 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 I just said 125th is Harlem. It's all the way above that. Oh, it's, like, oh. it's Fort Tryon Park. It's like literally the top of Manhattan. What, uh, what is your major? Marketing. Marketing. Okay. I made the same mistake. I did an art history class. And yeah. we had to go like four museums and like all these. It was nuts. It was crazy. Yeah, because anybody who teaches that class is not, is going to make it the most important thing in the world to them and to you. So. Because where else are they going to be able to express their love for medieval fucking art? They're not going to be able to do it at home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, follow at Bales Football. Glenny Balls, what's your Twitter account? Uh, Glenny underscore Balls. I just changed it from the Glenn Report. 
There you go. That now you want to talk about marketing? That's marketing 101 right there. Seize the moment. Try to capitalize. Good luck this weekend. Any questions? Hit us up. Let's go, Lamar Miller.